0: Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. This week on The Sipping Point, it's all about drinking different. First, we're going to find out about another fabulous Riesling, I know I'm obsessed these days with Riesling, that's a collaboration between Chateau Saint-Michel in Washington State and Dr. Ernst Lucen of the Mosel in Germany. Then we catch up with comedian Greg Proops from Whose Line Is It Anyway? to find out how he's helping to eradicate snobbery in the world of wine. And lastly, Dave McIntyre, founder of DrinkLocalWine.com and the wine writer for the Washington Post, will fill us in on on the values of drinking local and specifically Maryland wine. So I caught up recently with Ray McKee, winemaker at Chateau Saint Michel, to talk about his delicious Riesling Aroca. So you're having a glass right now of your own Eroica Riesling, and I am so excited about this wine. It's about $20 retail in our marketplace, but what's neat about it is that you guys do this as a joint venture with Dr. Lusin from the Mosel in Germany, and you guys were one of the first, if not the first, to do Riesling in Washington State, and Germany being the homeland, you've kind of assembled what we call the dream team of Rieslings, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, you know, Ernst Lucen approached us uh, about making Riesling from Washington because uh, because he saw the quality of what we were making, and he at heart is just a he's a, a wine grower and a winemaker, and he loves Riesling. He came to us and he said, uh, "Let's make Riesling together." and Ernie is just a, a fantastic winemaker, so of course we jumped on the opportunity, and now we make just our one wine, a Roika. It is um, a, a true collaboration early on uh, in 2000 that began with finding the vineyard blocks, the parcels, that were most expressive of the type of Riesling we wanted to make. And that is a Riesling of harmony and balance, not a sweet expression and not a very dry expression, but an expression of minerality with balance of sweetness of the grape. Ernie comes out uh, three or four times a year. We spend time in the vineyard reviewing the grapes. In fact, he'll be here in a week. We're going to look at the grapes right now. We're just in uh, bloom, and we're going to see our parcels and see how the fruit uh, is carrying on the vines, get an idea, a picture of the, uh, the vintage itself. And he will be back tasting the grapes at ripeness. And then uh, we'll vinify, and he will uh, return and see what we've created, and then we will sit down and blend together in February.
0: And I like the way you describe that Riesling, because Riesling is so misunderstood. So many people think it's, oh, it's going to be su- super, super sweet. Or they've had a very lean, austere, dry version, which is, you know, so high acid and so crisp that maybe it's a bit much. And the Eroica, to me, is just so well-balanced, having all of those components. But a wine that really so many people would love, whether they, they fall on one spectrum or the other, it kind of meets in the middle, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, I I think the true beauty of Washington State grapes, they ripen fully. It's very hot in Washington, actually, where the grapes are grown. So you see an amazing vibrancy and ripeness of fruit. Not overripe and jammy, but a pure, fresh expression of fruit. But we also have a lot of heat and poor soils, and this translates as structure in a wine. And even a white wine, the structure is expressed as acidity, minerality, and body and weight. So the the Riesling has amazing fruit expression, but yet it carries a beautiful weight in the mouth, a, a, a soft mouthfeel, and then there's the acidity and minerality of the soil shining through.
0: Absolutely, it's a beautiful, and I'm very curious about the name. How did you come up with the name of the wine?
1: Uh, o- o- Eroica is, uh, uh, is the Third Symphony of Beethoven, one of his grand symphonies.
0: Oh, nice. And whose idea was that?
1: That was a collaboration, but uh, Ernie contributed quite a bit to the name also. He had a a lot of the idea of what we're going to do in his mind already, and it's come to fruition. Of course, our overriding goal was to craft the best Riesling made in the United States, and and we keep working towards that each year, but we do get a lot of great scores and accolades. But then the wine in the bottle is the, the true expression of our goal.
0: Absolutely, and I think what you said before is great for people to hear that it is warm and hot in Washington because so much people think of Seattle, cold and rainy, and it just doesn't fit really what the climate of the wine country is. So if you were to compare your climate or that French fancy word terroir, which is, you know, how the wines express themselves, what would you compare your region to maybe say in the old world in Europe?
1: Well, you know, comparisons are are always hard because you don't want to end up misleading. But I, you know, like every winemaker, you have to be a little bit of weatherman, a little bit of geologist. But in Washington, we have very dry, poor soils, which force the grapes to ripen uh, quickly and fully. We have a lot of sunshine. The sun shines for more than 300 days in eastern Washington where all the grapes are grown. We're north, we have 17 hours of sunlight. This contributes to the density and dark colors of our reds and the structure and aromatics of our white wines. So, let's see, latitudinally, we're on par with France, but we express the grapes so much different because we have very, very little rainfall, only around six inches a year. So again, I think we're a beautiful combination of the fruit forward freshness of an American wine like a California region, But we have the structure and minerality of old world regions like France combined into one. And, of course, without great fruit, you can't make great wine. True,
0: true. It's all done in the vineyard, as they say. I think that was Air Force One that just passed us, (laughs) for sure. Um, You're getting a flyby from the president. But so if folks always think to travel to california wine country right but i would expect that being washington wine country um maybe you get a little bit more special treatment out there because it's not you know what tourists always think of as a wine destination what can people expect if they come visit you at the winery
1: well the chateau in woodenville which is just outside of seattle um, I found this out amazingly enough, it's now the third most visited place in Seattle. Uh, Pike Place Market and the Space Needle uh, mm-hmm. 2 in one. and 1. We're third. We get a lot of out-of-town guests. They come to the Chateau not because they love wine, but because it's the thing to do. The grounds are absolutely amazing. Uh, planted in the uh, late 1800s, early 1900s. Fully mature. Uh, the Chateau offers tours every half an hour to see all of the operations and all of the wine produced. And then of course we have a really amazing and lovely old Uh, tasting room there as well in general Washington is young we've been producing vinifera, we've been making wine of a great quality for 30 years now so if you rent a car and drive through the Yakima Valley into Walla Walla perhaps or back through the Columbia Valley And you stop at a winery, there's literally like a 99% chance the winemaker is going to pour wines for you. Washington is filled with beautiful, small family estate wines producing amazing wines.
0: That's great. And it's not always that you get to one-on-one with the winemaker like I'm getting today. And uh, Washington Wine uh, Country is on my wine bucket list. haven't been there yet, but you are giving me lots of motivation to come. Uh, Anything else you want to leave our listeners with about Chateau St. Michel or just in general about the Washington wineries?
1: Well, I think if you haven't explored and tasted Washington wines, we are the second largest wine-growing region in the United States. But we are a far distant second from California. Go out there and try them. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. There's a lot of great wine being produced in a fresh, lively style that really expresses the good parts of wine.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for being on The Sipping Point. Cheers.
1: Thank you, Lori. Cheers.
0: We'll be back with comedian Greg Proops, who's working with the Washington Wine Commission to eradicate snobbery in wine on The Sipping Point.